This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. really Very shocking it was, yeah. it was so shocking to me because he's my mom's age 52 like it's that a baby. is insanity it to is. me like and i have family members who don't lead healthy lives yeah. several of them who have had strokes and not to say you ever fully recover but like they're fine for yeah. the most part yeah, so, so for sad. him to suffer a stroke and die within three days is yeah. like so sad. That's oh, heartbreaking. It mm-hmm. was so sad too. seeing like, I mean, how, how people who really knew him were so affected too. like, just, you know, that he was such a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and they were uh, literally just getting ready to do a 90210 reunion. I don't think he was supposed to be part of it though. Was from he not? what I heard. Cause well, he was busy with Riverdale. So he oh. was, he was currently on Riverdale mm-hmm. and was currently like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think that he was going to be part of that reboot but now it's like you know what are they going to do on Riverdale I wonder I don't know how are they going to handle that like when something this sudden happens it's like how do you yeah That'll I don't be... know I don't watch Riverdale anymore I don't right? I don't watch it either I watched it in like the beginning like the very first like few episodes and I was like mm, what is this it? is fine what is it but I didn't it's, never... it's like an Archie comic yeah it's like a darker version like you know that the chilling adventures of Sabrina came out yeah it's the yeah, same yeah. sort of thing it's like a darker version of the Archie comic so there's oh, okay. like a Betty and Veronica and um Archie Jughead. and Jughead yeah. got it <sighs> well so. you know what we didn't do last week oh god that what? I noticed uh we Introduce never ourselves we didn't ourselves. we made it a full episode without introducing ourselves oh my god i feel like that's an achievement the day unlocked. fucking happened that like we made it a full episode and you know what listened back didn't even notice no didn't nope. even fucking notice that we didn't introduce ourselves that's so should funny. we do that now get it yeah, out of the way get it out of the way yeah <laughs> okay you're listening to my worst date i'm keegan i'm cassie i'm christina that was the first time i've ever done that yeah there you go. the you're listening to part i never oh. do that part Hmm, interesting. <laughs> well, what else we got going on this week? Um, a lot of crazy. Have you guys heard about Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god! The makeout sesh at what was it? Like, uh, Clippers game? Some I don't know. Some sports ball. I don't know. Some sports some game of some kind. Um, Dude, my that's one of my favorite memes is them like making out next to Anthony from Queer Eye or whatever, <laughs> just sitting there like awkward, so awkward. Oh my god, <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. He's yeah, like, oh. he's like, Ugh. I thought me and Kate were gonna hang out. Who wants oh, this to is be a, like next game. to people like making out? Like, no one. No it's one. awkward. It's so awkward. I also thought it was funny because I don't know what comedian it is, so I apologize in advance for not giving you credit for this. But there was a tweet that I saw that was like. Um, it was back when Pete Davidson was still dating Ariana Grande, and it was like, Pete Davidson is dating Ariana Grande, Colin Jost is dating Scarlett Johansson, and meanwhile, all female comedians are trying to get this pile of dirty sweaters to commit to them. <laughs> because, like, so what the fuck is that? True. Like, female comedians don't like have that kind of pool. Yeah. Like, they're not pulling like hot bitches. Like, what's up? 
Yeah. yeah. It's messed yeah. up. <laughs> Give funny women some hot guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know uh, what, though? Have you um, met my friend Christina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, shit. What's her name? Pregnant. Um, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Her husband's pretty good looking. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good looking. He's no Ariana Grande. No Kate well, Beckinsale. True. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... He is hot. That's and, full ups. You know, but yeah. That's full ups. Yeah. And I'm Top just like, rung. Pete Davidson must have that big dick energy because he is just slaying it. Yeah, he is. Left and right. Damn. It's, I'm not... I don't get it. I, 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 I don't get, either. I, I get it. Like, I think he's cute, uh, but I mean... That's what we should do. Our fuck, Mary kill is SNL guys. SNL guys. Ooh. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll um, think on it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it has to be Pete and Colin for sure. And oh, then yeah. we'll find someone else. <laughs> but you no, know, I, I I mean, I get it. Like, I um, <laughs> I get it to some degree because I think that he's like charming. But his he must be his personality and confidence in person must be just like through the fucking roof. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's got to be just like the most charming person. I just, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't see it. Bill Hader's mine. Oh, yeah. He's a good one. He was fucking... Did you watch the he's John Mulaney episode fuck, yes. of SNL? And he How was on it. So did you want funny. a Stefan? By oh the way, God, you so were here funny. watching it with us. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. you did. We all were like, where? I hope there's oh a my Stefan. God. I hope there's oh my a God. Stefan. The, the what's that name sketch had me like <gasps> laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> yes. Like, Bill Hader is so funny. He's, yeah. Like, he's so funny. So funny. His eyes. It's like <laughs> so. God. I mean, we could do two fuck Mary kills. We could do past cast and present cast. Ooh, okay. I like that. Want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, past cast is is deep though. I mean, that's a lot of dive. seasons, but uh, yeah. we can each pick one from yeah. past cast. There we go. Okay. Well, All right. Okay. Done. Cool. Done. It's done. It's, it's done. decided. It's done. We've decided. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the whole Pete Davidson, Kate Beckinsale thing, I thought was. I mean, good for her. Like, good for him. Good for bo- Good for both of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah yeah whatever because she's fucking gorgeous look whatever floats your boat yeah she's so pretty i mean i don't again i don't get it if i look like keep beckinsale i i wouldn't be going after that i'll tell you that well i don't know but what you know like like you said he, he's probably really big, really really good in bed i would never find out because i don't think i would ever get there <laughs> i'm gonna say it i'd be willing yeah. to find out yeah. i would be willing to find out and report back Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Keegan, your like, assignment. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. lay myself down for that. <laughs> You're like I. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be my number one choice, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd let it happen. There you go. <laughs> Let it happen makes it sound like you're just gonna lay there like, <laughs> with a frown on your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to enjoy this. But yeah, this is, this is for science research. I'm laying here for science. For science. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I have a story. I okay. actually was just reading my people because I just got it this weekend, and that's what I do. I'm yeah. like addicted to people mag. Um, but there's a cute story in here about um this girl. She was um her mom had um decided to use a sperm donor for to to get pregnant mm-hmm. and her she was like around 11 years old and she was like you know i always knew my grandmother's side of the family and like i knew this past but i always wanted to know like about my my you know my father what that contribution was and so her mom her mom or her grandmother bought her a 23 and me kit and so she did it and then on the um 23 and me site she was like oh this person's a 50% match like basically this is your dad and her dad was like they found him through this 
23andMe, which is fucking yeah. cool. Well, they all met and, you know, she meets him and her mom meets him. Her mom falls in love with him <gasps> and they are together. So she fell in love with her sperm donor. Af- oh my like God. after the fact. Is that the cutest story you've ever heard? That that's is so, it's so sweet. So cute. cute. That, that outcome is that's a romantic comedy it's outcome. So, yeah, it is. So, like that's a romantic comedy is, waiting to happen. Lifetime yes. just signed the rights to that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's they happening. Did. immediately. Yes. What they, would the title of that movie be? <laughs> oh, good one. Um I'm bad at this. I'm bad at this with kind of game. Sperm donor. Let's yeah. see. Oh, I'm gonna have to. Oh, think I thought of that was that. your title. I was like, <laughs> well, that sounds like Lifetime. <laughs> like, I fell in love with my sperm donor. They just write to the point. <laughs> exactly. Come and go. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know that that's is, where you guys are from. Is that a gas? No, but is that it a gas is. station where you guys. No, are from? but it is where I was this week, and I was like, that is the fucking Spring, most unfortunate. Springfield has a come ton of come and goes. I hate and that. It's K U M and go. Oh, you made a choice. God. That was a decision. Why? Oh my god. Can I tell you K-U-M. that's literally my least favorite the thing worst. in the entire Come. world? Ugh. Well, no, I'm I have no problem with that, but go. <laughs> I, I is uh replacing C's with K's. Yes. I it makes me crazy. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know why. I just look at it and it makes me angry instantaneously. Then, not that you would want to do this, but I was listening and I okay, I haven't mentioned uh, them in a while. So if you've been playing My Worst Date Bingo, you've been missing this one for oh. a few weeks. But um I listened to the Daily Bastards oh, episode. Oh, I was wrong. On, I thought it'd be Daily Zeitgeist. Could have been either one. Yeah, Could have been. Um I listened to the Behind the Bastards episode on the Ku Klux Klan and mm. oh, <laughs> I will say, listen, it's the most horrifying thing, of course. Right. The history of the Ku Klux Klan. But he reads their literature <laughs> and it is the most bananas thing you've ever read because they do that. Every single K is, re- uh, every single C is replaced with a K. Oh, God. And there were like gross. Ku Klux Klan camps. Like, listen. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Oh, and you know what? It does take some of their, I would suggest listening to it because it does take some of their power away. Is so that, it kind of like, takes the sting out of it a little bit? It takes bit. the sting out of it because you realize, as horrifying as it is, and of course, we can't downplay any of that, but like, they were basically just nerds who played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. we're like, you know what? We're also racist. So why yeah. don't we just like throw this in there? Because all of it's like grand wizards and grand dragons oh, and fucking so like true. gnomes and shit. Like the weirdest <laughs> thing. Cross. Where I'm like, oh, you guys are just a bunch of like nerds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. And ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, and can't spell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I broke up with my, uh, with my very, very first boyfriend for that. For, uh, I think his for name being part of the KKK or well, spelling no. things. With I was spelling like, things wrong. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Uh, I know. I'm like, this is a reason. story you need to tell. His, his name was Ian and we were dating for like two seconds in like, I don't know, like seventh grade. Oh, I can't remember, but he, he passed me a note. And he misspelled so many words. Ugh. He used like the wrong there, Ew. there, and nope. there. He used the wrong so two, nope. like the whole thing. And I was like, we're not going out anymore. So he no, misspelled things on purpose no, or no. like not on purpose? Not on purpose. Because I grew up in the age of note passing where you spelled everything wrong on purpose. So it was like, you know, you was a you and two was the letter oh, two, or the number no. two. And like, no, it wasn't like that. It was no, like, it was like. I don't know Accidental how to spell mistakes. like text, Ooh. like text speak. Oh no, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, yuck. 
So there I, you go. Me no likey. Oh, actually, you actually brought up something because I, I did date a guy in high school and I was, I was a super into punk and mm-hmm. I had like gone through like a major punk phase for sure. And I'm still into punk music. I love that stuff. Um, and so I dated this guy and it was total punk like dude. But I went over to his house one time and he had a fucking rebel flag in his house. And I was like, yep, that's a no go for me. Yeah. Um, that's that's going to be a no. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, yeah, my my first. Oh, that's right. Go back to the very first episode yeah. of my worst date. <laughs> fucking. I when I went home to Missouri, I almost texted you guys because I walked out of the airport and literally I was in I was in Missouri how long does it take you to walk through an airport? Like that much time? Five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah. Because this airport's tiny. Yeah. Five, five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I walk out the doors. First thing I see is a truck that has no. a Confederate flag. No. license plate. No. And I was just like, like uh, wow, five minutes. I just got here, guys. Like I just <laughs> fucking got here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking really. Like immediately I was like, oh, yeah. It was just like the universe was like yeah. reminding me like, oh, yeah, that's what they do here. <sighs> diversity yeah <laughs> are you guys ready for fuck mary kills yes before we do our fuck mary kill okay. i just wanted to say because i saw that christina liked it on my facebook page a friend of mine from home uh-huh. posted this who listens to the show she posted this thing on my page that was like my mom loves rami malik because <gasps> yes yes because he looks like my dog and yes. it's like a boston terrier <laughs> and then it was bug like, eyes update with like him with his, his oscar and his eyes are like so wide and then there's a picture of the boston terrier with like an oscar in yeah. front of it and i'm like oh my god that there is a resemblance like- yeah. yeah legit oh i was like i can't unsee oh, that that's man. that that's is so what he funny. looks like um, <laughs> i just had to bring that up because that's another one that i know people don't get either like yeah. but i yeah. also think maybe i just like awkward dudes because like i also yeah, think that rami malik is cute i don't know oh. dude and everybody's got their type because i mean i'm I have a huge crush on like John Mulaney. Oh, I, well, yeah, duh. that's not a weird. Yeah, that's, that's not a hot weird. take. He's fucking hot as hell. Yeah, you Fuck guys think so? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, he's not. Dude. He's not hunky, but he's. I think a lot of women. Find oh, I him, think like, he is he's super attractive. Pretty hot. Super hot. Yeah. Oh, I think he is super hot. He's got just enough nerd, mm-hmm. just enough smoking hot. Like, and he's to smart. Me, to me, he's a ten. Yeah. Like he would intimidate the shit out of me. Because he's so smart and he's and so looking. funny. I saw him and live. he's good looking. I saw him live like last year or the year before. Also, you just have this thing like he's probably smarter than you. You'd be so oh, intimidated. He's one hundred percent seeing oh. him live was the like the weirdest thing. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And we sat pretty close to him. And as like someone who performs mm-hmm. and has performed for a long time. I don't know how he did it. Like he went nonstop. It, he didn't miss a beat the entire time. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I what you're doing right now is so impressive and so exhausting. Like yeah. I right. can tell that what you're doing is exhausting, but you don't look exhausted. Like yeah. that's how you know you're watching a great performer is when they're doing something very difficult and they're making it look super super easy. Easy, right? Yeah. Um, and but he you also me- know that feeling of exhaustion afterwards too. Oh yeah. Like I've done shows and stuff before where I'm like. I'll walk off stage and like everybody's like, let's go drink. I'm like, I, I just need to go back to my room and pass the fuck out. Like I cannot function. Yeah. At all. Like yeah. at all. You're just like so wiped from being 
on. On. Yeah. Right. Right. He like, had me laughing ugh. so fucking hard. Like, I I honestly was like, I can't breathe. Like, I was yeah. like, I can't breathe. I was worried for myself because I'm like, uh, what's going to happen if I'd I still can't breathe in like, yeah. <laughs> in like yeah. 30 more seconds? Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's also one of those that makes me wonder like, how much more of my brain could I engage if I just stopped drinking? Because, you know, like, he doesn't drink. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I wonder oh, if I was like... here with wine at, like, <laughs> yeah, 11 a.m. I know. <laughs> um, it's so funny because um, I think that's kind of, like, one of those things, those little perks about living in L.A. Like, Chris, um, I texted Chris the other day because I was, I really wanted to go see How Did This Get Made live, but the tickets were sold out, and I saw that Patton Oswalt was going uh, to be doing a live performance, and so I sent it to Chris. I'm like, I'll be out of town, but I was like, check with, like, one of your buddies and whatever. He's like, oh, that's, you know, I'm like, this is the perks of living here, though. Like, right. you get to go see, like, shows like this for 30 bucks at the fucking Largo, and, yeah. you know, that's the fun of it, you know? Yeah. So, fuck, Mary kill. All right, we got to think of our, our, our person, right? Well, yeah, okay, so, we're so gonna let's do... do the new cast first okay. for um, Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. Okay. Since apparently um, these men can pull whatever they want. Yeah. So you got Colin Jost. Yeah, Colin, Colin Jost. Jost. Um, Jost. Pete Davidson. Uh huh. Yeah. And who should our third be? Michael Che. Okay. Yeah. I like Michael Che. Sure. Yeah. Oh my Michael God. Che is funny. Oh, that's He's hard. So His stand up. Have you guys seen? Did oh, you it's watch the stand up? It's amazing. Hilarious. Wait, is he yeah. the one that does the. It's mines is now. Yeah. Is that him? Yes. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn is, is mines now. now. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, God. This one's hard. This okay. one's, I have my time. answer though. You I go first. Too. Okay. I'm going to fuck Colin Jost. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. I don't know. There's something like, there's something. I think he's hot. Yeah. I actually think he's I think, hot. I think he's, he's so really hot. hot. But there's just something about him where I'm like, I don't think I would fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. I think I'm interested in fucking him, but I can't figure out like why. why I think he I would like, um look. actually you. Yeah, in life. there's like, just something like really I don't know dismissive about his personality. Well, mm-hmm. here's the thing about he seems very, and I know he's not because him and Pete Davidson are from the same place. They're from the same area because they make that a joke just on the show all the time. Fun. Staten Island. They're from like Staten Island, but uh, or something like that. One of the islands, but. <laughs> They, he, Colin Jost has a very Connecticut vibe. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like he plays golf. I feel like he ties scarves around his shoulders. Right. He just doesn't seem fun. I feel like he probably looks good in pastels. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, um, he's hot and he seems very smart. Right. But I feel like he would. He doesn't seem fun. Mansplain shit to me. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Definitely going to marry Michael Che. Yeah. He seems fun. Yeah. He seems fun. He can yeah. get down. We're he gonna can get down. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. He's mega fucking hot and yeah. funny. And yeah. So definitely going to marry Michael Che. Super Killing funny. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Got to do it. Out of all three of them, I'm like, yeah, that's that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. There you go. Cassie? Um, I am killing Pete Davidson as well. Shocker. Because you know, I Huge know. Huge surprise. I know. I, I didn't mean to like go out with a hot take first, but <laughs> um, I am going to uh, fuck Michael Che and Mary Joes okay. because I I really dig Joes. I don't get the mansplaining vibe from him at all. Mm-hmm. I think he's funny in that like subdued way, and I think that what I like about him is that even though he's like Mister cisgendered white Connecticut white bread. I think that he almost makes a joke of that. And you know how much I love self-deprecating people mm-hmm. like who kind of can make fun of themselves. I actually think he's probably in real life 
very much kind of like my husband who is very like pro woman and like get it girl kind of like I, I, that's the vibe I get from him. Right on. Yeah. Right on. I don't know. You know what? I but Michael Che is hot and I'm definitely going to fucking hell. I kind of feel like Jost would be like one of those people is like a freak in yeah. the sheets too. I, I ain't mad about that. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get, I get a little bit of a, a vibe. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He might you know, thank I, you. I, I feel like Pete Davidson's me. a freak in the sheets. Like I feel like that's oh, he probably for real is. He's he for is real is definitely like, He's definitely tying you down. He'll do whatever. God I damn think it. Now I'm like, mm. well, that, that's the thing. Cause like, okay. Pete so Davidson is, is the one that so like texts about butt him, stuff. Here's the thing. He, exactly. So unattractive Here, to him. Here's the thing about it. Like, well, yeah, where are you Pete, at? Keegan? Pete Davidson is a fuck boy. Like that's he's what a fuck he's boy. A hundred. And I bet yes. you it is a really good time. Like I yeah. bet you, but you ain't marry him. Fuck. No way. But like, yeah. I bet you like fucking Pete Davidson is like, fun like i yeah. bet you it's a really good time and um, everybody knows he's got he's head. packing he's packing <laughs> and so i'm kind he's of concealed in, carry. I, I don't know what he's <laughs> sure carry. i really would love a paddleboard pick of him like oh, like no. um like <laughs> Orlando bloom i oh want to see it god i do she locked that down too she sure did katie perry locked that down. Like, good for her yeah this dick is mine now yeah mine now <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. So I'm, I don't know. This one's really hard for me. Like I actually feel like I'm getting. I know. I'm I getting like kind of hot in this sweater. I um, know. Do you want me to put the blinds down so you can take your top off? Um, I can put the fan I on. Under I know. Just kidding. But I um, I don't know. This one's kind of hard for me because I have. Even though I said all that stuff about Colin Jost, I have a crush on Colin Jost oh, because so I do hot. think he is smart. Mm-hmm. I think he's hot. Yeah. Um. I think I would want to be in a long-term relationship with him. And then I think I would start to be in a long-term relationship with him and then not like it. Here's the problem I think I see for you, Keegan, which is that you underestimate your worth. And so you would constantly feel like you're not good enough for Colin Jost. And you would you would sabotage your own relationship with him because he would be so in love with you, but you couldn't believe it. Okay, I like this narrative that you've. Weaved, I'm reading this romance novel you're writing. I yeah. like it. I yeah. like it. Totally am. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just but your don't... name's Petunia, and his is like Vic. <laughs> Vic. Oh man. Okay. I mean, if it's yeah, a romance I guess novel. this is a good time for me to plug that. Um, oh yeah, boobies and your angry neighborhood feminist did an episode of boobies and newbie mo- boobies and newbies, and oh my god, the main character in that was Vice. Oh. Oh God, Vice Salvatore. Um, so yeah, go listen to that. It's coming out on the fifteenth. But okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and marry Michael Che, take him off the table okay. because I fucking love Michael Che. I think that he is socially conscious. He does make some jokes that sometimes I'm like, my feminist self is like, I know you're joking, but could you not? But we could work on that. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like he just needs he needs a good woman in his He's life. A good woman. To tell right. him, to check him on on those things. Challenge yeah. those things for him. Yeah. So now it's between Jost and, and Pete here. Who are you going to fuck? I really don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. Because I really like him a lot. A oh, lot. no. You're going to kill. I you? think I'm going to kill Jost. Oh, my God. I knew You're it. You're wrong. Because I, I, think I'm, I think I am wrong, and I think I know it. I, I am wrong, and I know it, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is, which See, is here's how you the thing. fuck Pete Davidson. The, between those That's two guys. That's how you guys, fucking Pete Davidson. Between those two guys, Pete Davidson, Colin Jost, one of them 
is going to fuck you for their pleasure. Yeah. One of them is going to fuck you for your pleasure. And one of them's <laughs> giving you herpes. Exactly. <laughs> Colin sure. Joss is making sure that you come. And he also Pete is not Davidson giving you herpes. Okay. Give you, okay. could give no okay. fucks You're at all. Right. He's getting, yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. You are right. Because, like, listen, that that is... Pete this Davidson, why, you're going to have to work to get yours. This is why I shouldn't be single is because I'm going to make these <laughs> kinds of mistakes. These horrible decisions. This is what I'm here for. This is what mi- are for. Mistakes that I know are mistakes. Like, I'm walking into that. Like, if you fuck Pete Davidson, like, there is part of you that knows, like, this is a mistake. You're going to get yeah. herpes. Like, yeah. This is bad. Yeah. And yeah. I feel bad about it. But yeah. I'm going to do Pete it anyway. Pete Davidson forgot to bring condoms. <laughs> in quote. <laughs> No, okay, you are right. You are right. You are and right. Joe for sure has condoms. He's actually got backup condoms. And he's got them for his friends. He's like, in case we do it twice, I don't know. I just want to be he, cognizant he of your He keeps them your in a bowl on his yeah. coffee table. Joe is yeah. a giver. Yeah, he, he wants. He wants, and he also wants to make sure you're his taking favorite, care of yourself. His favorite thing is to watch you come. You guys yeah. are mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You're right. In fact, he wants to look in your eyes. As you come, yes. I, I don't like that. I don't. Um, I actually just I don't, ruined I don't it like myself. That. I don't like I that at all. Now my you're face, changing your. I know my yeah. face immediately That's was like, why "That's I'm gross." Shocked. I know you're not attracted to Pete Davidson, but if you were gonna get down and dirty, it's you true. don't. You don't want to be I with Josh. Is, Josh is gonna run you a fucking bubble bath. And let's yes. be honest. I brought my Davidson own fucking is- condoms. I don't need Joe's <laughs> condoms. Pete Pete Davidson has a sex swing. Like he's yes, the one he who's got yes, like that shit going on. He got yeah. a cat of nine tails. Yeah. 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 yeah, he does. But y- this is why I have you guys as friends because <laughs> it, God forbid I'm ever single again. Yeah. Don't let me make the Davidson mistake because I was really about to. The Davidson yeah. mistake. Um, that sounds like a new CBS <laughs> show. <laughs> I was Trademarked really about to. The Davidson mistake. Pete Davidson texts you with the you up text. Yeah, oh, like, totally. So I'm going to, I'm going to do. When he just finished having sex with his girlfriend. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing. Good job, and, girl. And fuck Colin Jost and kill Pete Davidson. Yeah. That's okay. the right thing. It's yeah. the right thing to do. <laughs> and marry, marry Michael Che. I want to marry Michael Che. Yeah. yeah. You're right. We can work on it. All on, right. On other things. Past cast. This is going to oh, get, God. this is going to get really hard. Each of us okay. pick, pick a past cast member. <sighs> I'm picking Bill Hader. Bill so Hader. yeah, so we're gonna do Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis, and Andy Samberg for our new cast, okay. Fuck Mary Kill. This Shit, is the this old is cast. Hard. I'm sorry, for our old cast. Past Previous cast. cast members, Fuck Mary Kill. This is hard. Okay. Um this is hard. Is okay. So I don't want to kill any of them. So the, can we do Fuck Mary Friend? Sure. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. I am going to marry Bill Hader so I can do Laugh all day. Terrible things to him yeah. every day for the rest of my life <laughs> i feel like he would be super good in bed for oh reason. my god do you just know it yeah. every time i look at him i'm like that would be magical yeah that would be i think magic. it would be real i think he would be fun in bed oh, like i think it would be fun god. i think yeah. you'd actually be laughing it's weird because like, in a good way <laughs> i'm it, in the attractive category of that list he's probably my least attractive correct however agreed but i'm the most him. attracted to him yeah from everything else. Everything else. You're so right. I actually agree with that. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Andy Samberg, gonna fuck him. Yep. I think we might be the same because you're gonna kill Sa- Jason I'm gonna Sudeikis. kill Sudeikis. And I love I don't him. Think, I, I think he's cute, but he's not... Yeah, I just... I don't know. He's just lacking. He's another one that pulls... Like, his wife is, like, smoking. But, and it, look, he's hot. There's no, there's no he's two hot. ways yeah, about yeah. it. But there's something special about... Hater, yeah, and Andy Samberg. For yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I that's where gonna, I stand. I'm going to marry Andy Samberg because I want to convert to Judaism. <laughs> um, and I, I just, there's so many levels to him yeah. that I just really enjoy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to fuck Bill Hader and I'm mm-hmm. going to kill Jason Sudeikis. And I, it hurts me a little to do that. Because, yeah. Oh, friend. We're friending. 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 I, we can be friends. Yeah. And I actually like Olivia. So this is going to work oh, out yeah. really We're going to have dinner dates with him yeah. and Olivia. That would be great. Here mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Andy and I are going to go out on dates with... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you would double too. dates. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Who Andy Samberg's married to a musician, Joanna Newsom. That's right. Wait, who's she from? She's a she's a really good musician. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I know. I, I know like her. her music. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like an indie kind of oh, indie, like chick. folk. Yeah, yeah. Folk. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh gosh, this is really hard. Um, because to be honest, and this is kind of weird, but. I really like Andy Samberg. I think Andy Samberg's really funny, but there's something about his like college. You'd rather be his friend. That's his cool. college boy humor that like okay. isn't. See, this is why really... I like him because you know I love college boy exactly. humor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of like fart jokes and things like that. But him Perfect. being married but... to Joanna Newsom actually makes me question things because yeah, she's really cool. So and she's smart and smart and beautiful smart. and like so there's something there with him right. where i'm like because i do think like you can figure people out based on who their partners are i agree right um and so i bet you he's great i bet you andy sandberg is great yeah but i think i am going to oh my god i'm like still shuffling people in my head bill Hader's single too can we make this happen <laughs> yeah, if anyone's listening can we have you met my friend christina because yes. literally the he's only my goal soulmate. is to get this podcast yes. big enough so that we can <laughs> Actually, so that I can, up with yes. Bill Hader. Yes. I'm here I'm for fucking for that. that. I am fucking here for that all day. I am let's too. make this happen. All right, I'm here for it. We're okay. in agreement. All right. Well, let's just. I think we can just text him, right? Like <gasps> that's hey, the title Bill. title of this episode. Does anyone know Bill Hader? <laughs> Does anyone? Know Bill Hader? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Someone Bill call Hader him the episode yeah. that? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, we should. I think I'm gonna friend Andy Samberg. Uh huh. I think I'm gonna friend him. Okay, I will go. Uh, you know, hiking in Runyon with him and Joanna. Oh my that god, that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. Damn, man. Damn, Daniel. I actually think this might be a little bit of a hot take. I actually think like having sex with Bill Hader would be more fun than having sex with Jason Sudeikis. Right. But, yeah. Like, I feel totally. like it would be more. But fun. if you're married to Bill, then you can do it all the time. All the time. But, I kind of feel like Andy is going to be good in bed. I ain't going to play. No, he probably is. I bet he is good in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so I'm going to, um, I am going to fuck Bill Hader and yeah. marry Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. All right. There, there we go. go. I don't know how I feel about either of my decisions today, but I don't there know they are how on the I table. feel about either of you being with my next husband. That's cool. But uh, I, yeah. cool, listen, cool, 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 cool. if it's before you're in married, the, in the words of my own thing. husband, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Andy Samberg and Brooke, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, oh, anyway, it doesn't Brooklyn matter. Brooklyn Nine-Nine we've, is everything. We've made our decisions. I fucking love that show so much. I know. They're oh, locked so in. Funny. They're locked and loaded. Uh, exactly. So you guys want to take a break? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll come back with stories. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. 
Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. And we're back. So we wanted to acknowledge really quickly that on our last episode, we know we did not bleep out the name Sarah Hoyt in my story. Um, I did speak to her and she said that that was totally fine. We actually had a interaction where I said, hopefully the other Sarah Hoyt who that dude was looking for um heard our story or maybe one of her friends unlikely but you know possible or maybe one of her friends maybe putting it out there in kind of a wider network is actually good so that if she does hear it she can be aware that this thing is happening potentially yeah because we 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 kind of like joked about how scary it was but it's it's not it's not a joke when you think about that story that somebody like put on a fake identity to try to lure out somebody right is really messed up. So we really do hope that somehow maybe this reaches the real Sarah Hoyt. Well, not that the (laughs) other Sarah Hoyt, please stand up. Yes. The the other Sarah Hoyt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to acknowledge that really quickly because we talked about bleeping it out and then we right. didn't. And I, um, I can't believe I missed one. <laughs> I was like, can't. But it ended it. up being totally fine. Yeah. I spoke with her and she was okay with it. We were yeah. ready to pull the episode and re-edit it and re-upload it. But she actually said, you know, that it was totally okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, let's get into stories. Okay, Keegan, so, you're up. Yes, oh, I right. have the uh, crazy in love this week. Um, so this is an email we got. I was planning to move out to NYC and a newish friend who wanted to take me on a date asked to take me out to any place I ever really wanted to see in NYC. At the time, I had my sights set on this speakeasy-esque bar. He told me a few times to really make sure to dress up, which was kind of an insult because I'm extra as fuck as it is. Girl. Hear you. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, I was legit debating on whether or not I should wear fake eyelashes tonight. I'm like, scale it back to my friend's dinner. Like, yeah. dinner. <laughs> maybe you should. She's maybe coming you don't with fake to. eyelashes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she says, I'm extra as fuck as it is. Come on, bro. I showed up in a dress that looks like a vintage Barbie dress. Also, like, Ooh. don't tell that. Don't like all you no. need don't to do tell me to be like, yeah, we've be discussed like, being under or overdressed. That sucks. So all you need to do is say, if I'm not aware, like, you know, what's the occasion? What's what the are occasion? we doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me take it from there. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I showed up in a dress that looks like a vintage Barbie dress. Black lace and mermaid style with a vintage Ooh. mink stole and black Ooh, mules. Nice. She is extra. I love it. I yes. love it. I Here love for it. it. Um, we started the night at a lovely cocktail bar on to dinner where we were told they had reserved a special table just for us and the oh, place shit. was packed. This is a nice date. I know. No doubt. There was a live <laughs> jazz band and burlesque. What? This oh, sounds amazing. I know. Wow. We were as close to both of those things as you can get, which was actually pretty sweet slash romantic. In the middle of the song slash dinner, he tells me he's quitting his job 
uh, of being an art director to open up an accordion shop. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I get up and use the restroom, and when I return, there is a pair of red sequined nipple tassels greeting me <clears> at my <throat> seat, to which my date said, oh, hey, I bought these for you. Time out. <laughs> Time the fuck out. Okay. There's, there's so fast. So fast. First Whoa. of all, Hold on. Big which, demand which, for accordions that I'm not aware of. I, uh, uh, it's enough to necessitate an entire shop career change <laughs> into accordion. An art director to accordion. Yeah. Shop, shop. owner. Yeah. Owner. Career. I mean, pivot. I'm all for like, find your bliss. Follow your dreams. Yeah. Shit, but it seems, seems misguided. Yes. But you know what? I'd be, I'd be willing to overlook that. I'd be like, show me your business plan. Do you yeah. have like an actual plan? Cool. Yeah. cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. The red nipple tassels is where. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ooh. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm down for playing dress up in the privacy of our own home. Like I'll, I don't know. I'll don like a that, nurse's though. outfit or whatever. And we'll, we'll play doctor. But <laughs> I mean, this is a we're first out date? in public. Is this a first date too? Yes. Wow. Ooh. Like I think That's they, I think That's they forward. knew, we, I think they knew each other. Okay. Um, a newish friend oh, who okay. lived in NYC wanted to take her on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but so. is there a first date? You're in public, and what was that? The one where like the guy showed up on a first date with, with like panties. a thong. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. I just think this kind of gift yep. is not. You need to know the person a little it's bit better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not yeah, a first date. whatever you do in the bedroom is great. Like I, I have some pasties in my right um, r- my play box, <laughs> toy box, toy sure. box. <laughs> in my toy box. Um, but yeah, but and that, it's like that's uh, once once you've gotten there, open the yeah. toy box once you've once you've actually been in the yeah. sandbox. But yeah, like beforehand, it's yeah. like and bro, what a it's weird forward. move to wait for her to go to. Like so, she got up to go to the bathroom. He's like rifling through a bag. To what pull did he have him in his pasties. pocket? Yeah, where were they? You didn't where, probably did didn't have a buy, shoulder bag. I had this like impression that he bought them there. I mean, he could have. It's a burlesque place. Oh, yeah. maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so, so extra. anyway, he says, "Oh, hey, I bought these for you." I replied, "What do you think I'm going to do with these things? I don't even have adhesive, and I don't do burlesque." I just laughed it off. As dinner, I love that her first thought was like, I don't, I don't have, have adhesive, adhesive for these. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing with this? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like where her mind went first. Um, I just laughed it off. As dinner wraps up, my date excuses himself to the restroom to change his outfit for the place they're at. Okay. Which I was confused about because he was already in a suit and looking sharp and he had explicitly told me to dress up. What more could this guy put on? Right. Yeah. Is he like changing into a tux or? I mean, a tux with tails and a top hat. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He returns wearing his dinner jacket, Uh button up shirt, leather booty shorts and sock suspenders. Wait. Excuse me. What? What? (laughs) Wait. Wait. What? Wait. He Wait, went to the bathroom. Leather booty shorts. He went to the bathroom and it sounds like he came back with his outfit, all of his Ooh. outfit on, except he took his pants off and he had leather booty shorts on underneath. Oh, oh no. And sock no. suspenders, which is such a like. No. It's a no. Who wears sock no, suspenders no. anymore? What Does anyone? What is happening right now? Um, mortified and unaware how to get out of this situation. And also, I didn't want to offend this person. I didn't protest going uh, on to this speakeasy bar. Oh, no. If Wait. that's... Ha- if that's... So, okay. So, this is what it sounds like happened. They were at a cocktail hour before they went to the speakeasy bar. Right. He changed his clothes to go to that bar. To so, leather shorts. To leather shorts. Because he's like, you know what? Speakeasy bar. 
And she did leather shorts. She did probably what I would have done, which is cringe and die inside. Cringe and die inside, <laughs> but be Good so, God. but be so midwestern and afraid of offending the other person that you just go along with them to this mm. other bar. So uh, she says, "I didn't protest going." Uh, if that's how he's dressing for this place, what the fuck is waiting there for me mm-hmm. uh, to people watch? That's why he got you pasties, yo. Oh, no. As we walked through Manhattan, he goes to hold my hand, and the too nice uh, of a person I was did not swat his hand away. Ugh. Again, that's w- probably what I would have done. So now in my mermaid cocktail dress and mink stole, I'm hand in hand with leather booty shorts and sock <laughs> suspenders, <laughs> praying to the gods that Just no one I know. Manhattan. <laughs> praying to the gods that no one I know or work with is seeing this. I got blackout drunk and ended up on the stage at one point <gasps> at the final destination bar. Oh, and no. no, I did not use those damn nips. Oh, nipple that was tassels. my question. Yeah. <laughs> End of date. Um, wow. Wow. Thank you so much for submitting that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I really hope somebody got her on video on stage because oh my God. we need that for posterity. Oh, man. I can't remember the last time. Uh, oh, I, I went out on a, a first date like... Um, a few weeks ago with a, with a guy that of course just didn't look anything at all like his photos right. at all. Part what of the would course. you say is the percentage of guys who don't look like their photos? Not, I I haven't run into it too, too frequently. Is it in the minority? It, it is in the minority. Okay, that's it, good. But it's happened, I mean, I've gone on however many first dates I've gone on. I would say, I would say like, one out of five. Okay. That's okay. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. And generally, like twenty percent. Generally, it's 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 something like it's like oh, okay, like you've put on like a few pounds, not a big relatable. Deal. Or mm-hmm. now you have a beard and you don't sure you didn't in your photos or whatever. It's not like that that big of a deal. This one was egregious. Oh God! And I was you're like, like, are those your pictures at all? Yeah. Right. You're a different person. <laughs> This is this is not same. You're but, catfishing me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but it was one of those that he's just like, he's just like a very loud, like boisterous kind of person mm. too. And I'm like, that makes me cringe. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's the kind of the first time where I encountered something like that, where we're like, just even like walking to the bar. Like I was like, kind of embarrassed. Like I'm people just like, who are on him. all the time mm-hmm. turn me on. Like I can't be with somebody who's like on all the time. A lot of comedians are like that. And I right. love comedians, but like a lot of them are like that where they can't turn it off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking tired, dude. I'm right. not trying to like be this loud attention 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 all the time like, i know kind of thing yeah i mean it's not leather booty shorts no, down the not, street oh, but it's not. it's like the personality equivalent of leather booty shorts at least if, <laughs> she, if she had to experience leather booty shorts walking down the street at least it was in manhattan Yes, yes. Yeah. it's a it lot was, more forgiving than they like probably didn't even look twice tulsa oklahoma <laughs> yeah they were like that's fine tesla yeah that's they were like that's fine you said tesla and nobody's gonna get that joke no i'm so sorry i realized that after i said it i was like no one else is gonna understand that joke it. i'll explain it so anthony and i went to a um Katy perry tegan and sarah concert uh-huh we went for tegan and sarah but 
Katy Perry. Yeah. So uh, we went in Vegas. We leave the place and someone was selling because we're cheap as fuck. Like someone was selling like bootleg shirts outside. You know, inside the shirts are like $25. Outside on the street, they're like, yeah, 10 or whatever. So we both bought one and then we were like walking back to the hotel and we were like looking at it and on the back it says Tesla Oklahoma as the show dates. Tesla. And it says Tesla Oklahoma. Oh on it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's why they That's what so you cheap. get when you get a $10 show shirt. Tesla. Tesla Oklahoma. Yeah. There we That's go. So funny, Cass. You want to go? Oh, sure. Um, so this comes from an email, and she says, "Hey, ladies, this one's long, but I was thinking about my worst series of dates relationships from a few years ago, and realized just how crazy and terrible that shit was. So I had to share. Nice. It all started in January 2016, my first winter in Nashville. I had just moved there for work in August of 2015. I met a guy in Plenty of Fish. So terrible." One Mm -hmm. snowy weekend, I was supposed to go home uh, to Texas to see my family that weekend, but my flight had been canceled because of the weather. So I was feeling a little down. After talking with this guy for two days via text and phone call almost nonstop, I decided to invite him over for a homemade dinner one night. She put some quotations. I know. Bad idea. I'm lucky to be alive. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, in parentheses. Yeah. 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 He arrived at my front door and even more handsome in pictures than he was, or more handsome in person than he was in pictures. Red flag. Uh, oh, no, that's a good thing. <laughs> After it, we just it, talked it about this. never is happens is that yeah. they're more attractive than their photos. That's literally it, it never It is happened. a good thing. Um, and as someone who I think doesn't always like photograph super well, like I can get oh that my God. to some extent. Who are you talking about? Because it's for sure fucking not you. Thank you thanks I, so much. But yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd fuck people over all day because my pictures are way better in, than my real life. <laughs> you and me both, girl. I, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Real life, just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, just continue with your story. I we am, okay. We love it. Uh, we love you. We sit down you. to eat. Um, gets talking about our lives. He shares with me that he is a divorced bachelor and successful business owner. So to me, it seems like he's a full package. Yeah. I'm smitten from the start. I think I have just found the perfect man and my life in Nashville is getting off to a great start. Boy, was I wrong. Uh-oh. Yeah. We proceed to date for 11 months. And did I experience some shit during that time? Oh, no. It started with him basically moving into my house within a month of us dating. In parentheses, or in quotes, or in parentheses, yeah. Come to find out he was living with another girl that he wanted to break up with and needed a place to go. Oh, no. So she said, which I thought was weird, but he made made me feel wonderful about the situation by telling me the story about how his grandparents, who had been married for 50 years, met on their first date and never left each other's side from the day for that day forward. Love bomb. So romantic. Love bomb. Love bomb for sure. I thought so at the time. So I went with it. Fast forward to a couple months in and we make a trip to Home Depot for for him to get some stuff for work. While we were there, I I decided to get some light bulbs for the house as a couple of them had burnt out and needed to be replaced. No biggie or so I thought. As soon as we get in the car, he started yelling at me about how Home Depot is a man's store and how dare I embarrass him <gasps> by buying something while he was with me. Wait. Yeah. That is the craziest thing. Yeah. I have ever Ever I don't heard. even know how to process that. I could you fucking imagine buying light bulbs and 
this is a man's store. How dare you? What? So yeah. what? I, so, yeah, I, I'm, so then I'm literally technically speechless. is he not allowed to like buy stuff at like Joanne Fabrics? No. Or whatever? Probably not. Is it, are there like man stores and female stores? Wow. And oh, gendering stores? Yeah. That is, is the weirdest bananas. fucking thing you could do. That is crazy. It like, is bananas. That, that is so insane. That is so insane. So again, he made me feel better about the situation by almost immediately apologizing and saying he flew off the handle and shouldn't have ever said those things to me. So again, I went with it. You never should have thought those things yeah. is the thing. Like, That's the and I, I'm not faulting her at all because no, no, this no. is what abusers do. Yeah, like, and it's, it's such an emotionally this abusive is, behavior. This is why when I read the story, I was like, we have to share it because this is exactly right. There's a pattern right. here. There's a pattern of bad behavior followed by apology followed by bad behavior and apology that and that love bombing at the beginning yeah. like they yeah. bomb you make you feel like you're the only one but the thing is like the reason why you shouldn't ignore this is because yes he shouldn't have said those things but those things shouldn't be going through his head period and yeah. the fact that they are is problematic is for sure means that that's what he really thinks deep down well, it's a, a to huge red flag yeah so a few more months go by. Everything seems to be fine. Seems to be fine until I realize he's acting really weird when it comes to his car. One of the windows had been smashed by someone breaking into the car, and he refused to get it fixed. For his birthday, I decided I would surprise him by getting his window fixed. So I had Safe Auto come out to the house while he was out working and replace the broken window. When he got home that day, he flew off the handle once again, yelling at me, asking why the fuck I would do something like that without him knowing. And he kept asking if they had run the VIN number on the car. <gasps> uh-huh. I thought it was so strange that he would be worried of that about that of all things. I reassured him, reassured him that they didn't. And again, he calmed down, apologizing again for getting so worked up. Once again, I let it go. This guy's a fucking criminal. Yeah, yeah he is. After about a month, uh, about a month later, I ended up being hospitalized for a few days. While I was in the hospital, my dad came from um, came to Tennessee from Texas and stayed at my house. And my then boyfriend didn't feel comfortable staying there with him. Once I got out of the hospital and my bad and my dad went back home, my then boyfriend also came back to the house and stayed with me. That first night I was home, the doorbell rang at two thirty in the morning. And just as I'm waking up trying to figure out what's going on, my then boyfriend is scrambling out of bed to go to the door. I finally woke up and realized what time it is and I walk to the door. I look outside and there is a woman standing on my front yard yelling at my ex. I open the door to figure out what the hell is going on and then and this woman starts yelling at me about how I need to find my own place and move out of his house. <gasps> ha. And stop mooching off him because he's been trying to break up with me and I won't leave. She says that he was supposed to come over to her house that night, but he never showed up. But she knew where he lived because she lived in the same neighborhood and saw his work van in the driveway. You would think this is the end of the story, but unfortunately, it's not. It gets worse. Oh, oh my, my God. God. How he does it get any worse? This is so... <sighs> He begs for my forgiveness and tells me that I, he just needed a place to stay while I was in the hospital and whatever he did with her was meaningless. Shut and your just so he could sleep, face. sleep on her couch for a few nights, I give in and let him stay. Oh my god! After a couple weeks, this is ten months into our relationship. I want to hug her so hard. Right I know because she's been gaslit so hard. bad. Yeah, the whole car VIN thing keeps bothering me. So I started doing some sleuthing. Good for you, Good girl. Girl, I paid for a Carfax on the car, and when it came back, it was it said that the car had been 
reported stolen for oh, a year. My yep. God. He had stolen that car from someone he knew and left town and hadn't been caught. <gasps> uh-huh. Once I figured that out, I couldn't stop my super sleuthing there. I had to see what else I could uncover, and I'm so glad I did. About an hour later, I came across mugshots, plural, of this man that he had been living in my house, and the criminal record had a different name than what I knew this man as. To top it off, he had two active warrants for his arrest for burglary charges and unpaid child support. Never once had he mentioned having a child. I was mortified. All I can this think, is some dirty John level like bullshit I know, my right here. Yeah. Is like in not. I, I feel sick. All I could think is that he was going to take me back home soon, um, and he would most likely murder me once I confronted him about what I'd found. He got home that evening, which also happened to be my birthday. Happy <gasps> fucking birthday oh, to me! Honey. With gifts and cake and ready to make great dinner for me. As soon as he saw me, he knew something wasn't right. I finally told him everything I had found out that day. <gasps> Girl, call that the it, cops. Honestly, you, that's what call I'm the cops. She's yeah. just, or bare minimum, have somebody with you oh, because I like know. that it, being oh, alone. Yeah. Oh my no god, way. I don't know how he's gonna she's respond. so lucky yeah. that oh, she's not dead. God, she said that it started a huge fight, which ended up in him beating my head against the floor and. <gasps> Me calling the police. Oh my god! He left the house in his work van as soon as he realized I wasn't bluffing about calling the police. And when they arrived, they looked up his information and confirmed everything I had found earlier that day. Oh my god! Along with the fact that the car parked in my driveway was in fact stolen. While the police took me downtown to file an order of protection against him, another officer waited at my house for a tow truck to come and take possession of the stolen car. I sent my ex a text letting him know he was never welcome back at my house again, and that I was had filed an order of protection against him which was never served because they couldn't find out where he was living next. And I never heard from the man again. I spent almost a year dating a legit sociopath and an immensely emotionally and, um, and by the end physically abusive relationship and didn't realize it until the very end. The abuse that you can't see some is sometimes the worst. And I, to this day, can't believe I made excuses for the man that let me or let him manipulate as much as he did. I share this story not only because it's jaw-dropping and parts are almost too crazy to be real life, but because I can look back now at two and a half years later, having healed from the abuse that I was put through. I'm so thankful from this experience because before all of this happened, I had no empathy for women who stayed in abusive relationships. Not until I realized that I was one of those women. I hope that one, um, I hope no one has to go through that. And if someone else is out there Please get help. Please stop making excuses for your partner's bad behavior. Please put yourself and your well-being first. You deserve it. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work, ladies. That I'm I feel like I'm going to cry. Like yeah. I, I I really want to address that she, even now like she uses the verbiage like that she let herself yeah. be oh, in that situation and point. it's like you didn't let yourself do no. anything you like, were gaslit you were gaslit you were emotionally mentally abused and groomed for it through your entire relationship it's not your fault like it's not your fault yeah that's uh that's a lot i <laughs> yeah yeah and but though too again it's an important story to share Ab- i mean first absolutely. of all we look at it from the outside and say that's crazy how could you you know how could you let somebody do that. But at the same time, just like she said, it's like <clears throat> until you're in that situation, you, you don't know what you would do. You don't know what you would do. And you think, you know, and it started with that heavy love bombing where it's like, oh, this is how my grandparents fell in love. And this is how it happens. And this is totally normal. And 
And then it's like the bad shit behavior happens and it's an immediate apology. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That was really stupid of me to go off the handle like that. Anybody who's ever been in those initial stages of a relationship, like your brain is not functioning rationally, I think in a lot of ways, like because you, it's so flooded with all those like feel good emotions and like chemicals that like you just don't. I don't think you see red flags as clearly as like people on the outside might be able to see red flags. I totally get that. And then by the time you've invested a year into something like that, think about like how hard it is to get out of relationships that you know are bad for you just because it's like you have positive emotions and positive memories tied to that person as well. She's the perfect target too, because she's in a new city. She doesn't probably have like a, you know, a lot large friend group that would Mm -hmm. be captain Snoopy pants and Lieutenant looks it up for her. Yeah. Who would have, who would have found those mug shots immediately. And been like, bitch, this motherfucker is fucking hot to chat here. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's a very scary situation. And, and honestly, again, like I think it's an important share because, you know, we don't, it's that boiling frog. We've talked about it before. You you're sitting in a boiling pot. And by the time you notice that it's boiling, it's too late. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, like, are there red flags around you? She's so lucky she got out of it. Okay. For the most part. I mean, not without emotional scars, maybe even physical physical. scars, Yeah, but she, um, at least got out of it. I mean, I would say if, not that there's just one lesson that can be taken from this, but like, if you find yourself in that situation, call somebody to, bare minimum be with you if not call the police call someone so you're not there alone because people you don't know what people are capable of absolutely when they're backed into a corner pretty much a crazy in love story Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's yeah well thank you so much for sharing i i i do think it's an important story and and that's exactly right like it, it needs to be you know yeah yeah bad relationships you know needs to be out there for sure We're moving in a new direction, moving forward, and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. Well, uh, <laughs> follow well, that Christina, up. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Sorry. <laughs> um, this one came from Reddit, like my, my favorite place, of course. Um, and she says, okay, this was like a, a worst date post. All I do is like search worst date and you can get countless stories. So she says, Ben, yes. That's his real name because I'm shaming the shit out of this kid. Amen. Good for you, girl. Amen. So, okay, here we go. Ben, I hadn't met him, but my friend worked with him. So he set us up. I was hesitant because I had gotten out of a bad relationship with which culminated in ugly breakup a few months prior and I wasn't really looking to date. But I'd also kind of isolated myself and ultimately figured meeting someone new and having a night out couldn't hurt. What we just talked about, man. You got to have friends in your life. That's right. Yep. She has famous last fucking words. <laughs> oh, no. So it's about a week before the date and Ben calls me. Asks a few basic questions. Seems pretty normal, but a little awkward, which I guess is to be expected because he knows next to nothing about me. 
asks about my favorite color and where I'd like to go eat and just normal shit like that. Favorite color. Favorite color. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to know before I date somebody. Me, what's your favorite color? Oh, no, I don't. I don't date greens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him royal blue. Why? He says he was just wondering. Okay. I figured maybe he was going to bring a small good to meet you. I hope this goes well. I'm trying to be friendly sort of gift. Oh, God. It's this, a thong. Royal the, blue thong. Oh, God. <laughs> Cassie, when I read this, I, I thought of you. This is... Oh, God. This is oh your God. worst date. Oh, no. Oh, no. <gasps> Motherfucker shows up no. for our date with no. two dozen nope. white roses airbrushed nope. royal blue. Airbrushed. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, for, no. Uh, also... No. <laughs> no. It's too many. That's too many roses. That's too many. No. That's what she says. One rose would have been a sweet gesture. Two this is a dozen? bit much. What do you even fucking, fucking do dozen? with two dozen roses? Oh, God. Oh, no. Ugh. It's like a funeral pyre. <laughs> Ugh. He also informs me I'll be driving because his dad dropped him off. Of interest uh, here. Okay. I'm 24. Okay. He's 26. His daddy dropped him off. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. I asked if he was ever this in an accident, come. maybe when he was younger. Nope, just scared of the idea of driving. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. That's a turnoff. Yeah. That's a huge turnoff for me. But there There's, are people that are like that, I think. I have family members who are like that, uh, who are grown-ass people who don't drive because yeah. they're just scared of driving. Yeah. But I wouldn't date someone like that. Exactly. No. I yeah. There's something, I don't know, there's something primal. And, and hot getting, about dri- You've getting said in this the before. getting in the car yeah. with a guy and he's driving a stick shift. Mm. I'm just kind of like, look how, look how you handle your vehicle, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you handle your. Stick. No, I see that, and also just from a selfish standpoint, I yeah. I don't love driving. Yeah. I, I kind of like it if I'm just like on an open road. When I had a Jeep Wrangler and right. I lived kind of where there were a lot of open roads, yeah. When I needed to clear my mind, that was nice. Yeah. But as far as like the day in, day out, driving in LA, being stuck in traffic, like I do not want that full responsibility. We need to share that responsibility. Yeah, someone, absolutely. I can't date someone who doesn't drive. Yeah. yeah. Like no. Yeah. So we live in a small city and. From my house to the restaurant is a couple of miles. Uh, he critiques my driving. Okay, motherfucker. Mother if you okay. are not going to. Oh, okay. no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so triggered right now. He goes, yeah. I cannot stand being. Oh, someone. Oh, mm-hmm. if someone's mm-hmm. critiquing my driving. Bitch, you don't even know how to drive. Well, yeah, even cut if the you, fuck down, motherfucker. If tell you me do, how to drive. It is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. If you are driving and someone's like like critiquing you while you're driving oh my god like, i'm just like i fucking think i know what out. i'm doing yeah he goes wow you drive closer to the left than my dad oh you're half in the other lane be careful oh my god i have never to this day and i'm now middle-aged been involved in an accident when i was driving knock on wood <laughs> we get we to the did. restaurant <laughs> It's a regular Chinese buffet. One of the dishes is sweet and sour meatballs. The server comes over and asks how our meal is. Ben laughs. And when he does, he sounds like a station wagon full of asthmatic seals. What? <laughs> I can't even imagine what that sounds like. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh another turn off. A really bad God. laugh. Oh. A really bad, a loud, really bad awkward laugh. laugh. And oh, you know, I hate pe- my people laugh. can't help it. Your laugh is not bad. Oh, you do not really sound is. like asthmatic no, seals. <laughs> people can't help it, but some people legit laugh like that, Cassie. And imagine that twenty years of your marriage. Yeah. Like, so ben our does. friend Gabe always oh, made fun of me yes. because my laugh is so obnoxious. He always used to send me memes of like um 
Amadeus. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, oh! <laughs> I think your laugh is cute. I don't think it's oh. bad. Uh, makes me think of our friend. Uh, PZ or whatever. We yeah. always knew when he was in the the audience oh, yeah. watching a show because his laugh's oh, okay, pretty distinctive. Okay, yeah. I, I want to clarify the difference between a distinctive laugh, which and I pre- yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, distinctive laughs are great. Are, are great. Oh, it's like at our live show, our friend uh, Brian. Brian. Oh, yeah. You can totally hear him laughing. Yeah, great laugh. Yeah, I love that. yeah, yeah. Not this is an annoying laugh, Ben. Freaking Ben. So, anyways, Jeez. he he laughs. And says, if I wanted meatballs, I'd have gone to the Italian place across the street. Uh, Fuck I me. don't like you. What have I done? Oh, <laughs> I don't like this no. man. He starts peppering me with questions, all beginning with, if we start dating. Oh, God. If we start dating, how do you feel about spontaneity? Oh. If we start dating, how important is sex? Oh, no. He then tells me he's a virgin. <gasps> And has a tickle fetish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that laugh, motherfucker, you ain't got no tickle oh fetish around me. No. And, okay. All right. Never mind. Go ahead. He, a lot to unpack. My mind is going in many different places. <laughs> he then starts talking about his family, which natural segue sure. from talking about tickle sex fetish. and a tickle fetish to start talking about your fed My family. Parents, yeah. So weird. And then crying about his grandmother <gasps> who died when he was eight. Wait, what? Yeah. He's oh, no. sobbing. <gasps> Somehow I survived dinner. Oh, my God. This guy's all over the fucking place. This is so much to unpack. I'm <laughs> just like. I don't even know where to begin I with know. this because, okay, there are a few things. So this is topical because this episode will be coming out the day after The Bachelor wraps up. And this, I'm a, I don't this, watch the Bachelor. I work on that show at work. Oh, but this Bachelor um, is didn't virgin. he just hop a fence? He, too? He's straight up. He straight up flipped out. And I have to <gasps> say, he, when Did he, he really? when he hopped that fence, I was actually kind of impressed because that motherfucker like sped walked to the fence, didn't even slow down. He was like a Terminator. He oh. didn't even slow down, just popped right up over it. And it was like a, Wait, it was like a gate to that escape opens. a date. No. um... I don't know nope. if we want to get into this. But yeah, he he wanted to be with this girl. And this girl and was like. And laid it all out on the line for her and was like, we don't have to get engaged at the end of this. I don't want to take this any faster than you want to. And she rejected him, basically. <gasps> and was like, I and don't. he was I, like. He's like, I'm done. He like, he like pushed the, the camera out of the way. He's <gasps> like, I'm done. I don't want to do this show anymore. And like oh. left, like walked off. Oh. Um, but anyway, he's a virgin. <gasps> and there were, there, were a, there were girls on the show who were like, um, there was a girl on the show who was like, I liked that he, he was a virgin. It like turned me on. Like it was God, a challenge me to me. On. And Zero I'm like, who the interest. fuck wants to break a guy in? No. Like no. why? And if you do, I mean, is that weird? Look, there's a dog for weird? every bath. There's people who are. No, being with someone who's a virgin that you're okay with them being a virgin is one thing. And being yeah. like, that's fine because this is just where our life. It feels very life. fetishy to it's, like throw somebody on The Bachelor who's a virgin and then, and then grab and women then who are like, some, I'm into there that. There was like just yeah. one woman. It's very fetishy. There was just one woman. But yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Like who wants to like break in? A, like what? That, if that happens, it happens. But if that's your It feels like it's being goal, fetishized, it's the fact that he's a virgin. weird, that's right? That's weird to me. And then the tickle fetish again do you but ever yeah. since i saw that tickle documentary on hbo i'm like i don't Wait, know man. Er, what what there's what? a documentary you have not seen what i know no it's called tickled nope 
on um, HBO. Wait, did I no, miss it this? sounds it sounds funny, but it's not funny. That also, shit takes a turn. Really? Watch it. Yeah. I feel like there's like episodes of like what was the real real sex where they would do like like bizarre like fetish thing. Well, not bizarre, but like fetish things that right. were like. Like tickle fetish, mm-hmm. balloon yeah. fetish. Yeah, yeah. I had to fast forward through that one. Um, <laughs> Surprise you even put it on at all. Oh, I love real sex. I love that show. Oh, but, yeah. But the balloon fetish, I was like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast <laughs> forward. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, she's somehow still on this date because we've talked about, dude, that's, that's the thing. Getting out of a bad date and trying to do it as gracefully as possible yeah. is something that I'm still... Learning. No, I I know myself it's and so I hard. know I would sit through. Oh yeah. I would just sit through I it. I immediately knew on that one a couple weeks ago with dude face that was like switcheroo on his photos. Yeah. I was like that's a hard pass for me. And you I, still hard through pass. It. <gasps> suffered through one drink. It was like the longest like 40 minutes of my life. Totally reminds me of a show that I totally watch which I think that we should probably do some Patreon content for which is that dating show that's on netflix there's a girl on there who went on a date and like all of the shows up until then she was like on a date with this guy and she's like yeah this is clearly not gonna work out she's like you know what i suddenly have a headache and she's like fucking noped right the fuck out i was like yeah girl good for you i need you know to this get is there. going nowhere i need to get there in my good. life because your time is worth something yeah and you're clearly like you're wasting your time i've wasted so much time being polite yeah because i just don't ever want to I'm, I'm so empathetic that like, i don't want to hurt the other person's feelings right i put myself in their shoes immediately but it's your life that you're wasting yeah. you're wasting hours of your fucking life yeah yeah so she <laughs> She somehow gets back to her place. This is like 2002 before anyone had cell phones. So he has to come in and call his dad. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) I offered to just drop him off, but he says his dad is at his grandpa's and he doesn't have a house key and that his dad prefers to drive him. I say fine, but keep your hands to yourself. Don't touch anything. I'm assuming that she's including herself uh, yeah first Amen. and foremost yeah. <laughs> and, and once you get a hold of your dad wait outside <laughs> all right i love it that she's reached her threshold yeah, she's, she's like, like this is i'm fucking gonna it, sit through your fucking dumb stories and you're crying and your dumb dinner jokes she's like that's but like it, once we're done we're fucking we're done fucking get the done. fuck out of my house wait outside <laughs> on the drive back to my place he tells me i always told myself i would wait a minimum of one year before considering sex with my girlfriend but if we start dating his favorite Jesus, phrase seriously i may drop it to six months because we're both older how do you feel about that and if you ever stay over no i have a picture of my grandma on my oh dresser my i won't take God. it down but i will turn it around when we have sex <gasps> like i always do when i masturbate The fuck. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, Grandma. When he he died, she died when he was eight. Oh no. Oh no. She says I have to be on camera. This has to be a joke. Where the fuck is Ashton Kutcher right now? I need to know. Then this one's for you, Keegan. Uh oh. Oh no. 
We get to my place. He comes in, calls his dad. And while he's on the phone, my cat comes into the room. (gasps) I pick him up, kiss him on top of the head, and say, I'll feed him in a minute. Ben says... This motherfucker, I feel it already. I know. You're this fire in your eyes. Ben says... Have any men ever been intimidated by your relationship with your cat? Because oh. that just made me really uncomfortable. Get the fuck out of my fucking that house. That made you uncomfortable? That made well, you uncomfortable. Listen, your that, relationship that, with your not, dead grandma yeah, makes me, me uncomfortable, uncomfortable, dude. Thank you. What <laughs> the fuck? Oh my God. I'm about to make this man so uncomfortable. Oh, I no. love my cats so, so hard. Much. And this is their house. So you can get yeah. the fuck out uh, of it. Bye. I they told you to wait here. outside. Yeah. My cats live here. Sir, I told you to wait outside. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, What's your dad's number? I'll call him. You can, you wait, can outside. wait outside. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. She ends it with saying, I've spent the last 20 years convinced I was being pranked. Oh That's God. Fucking I, shit. I'm not sure that you weren't. Yeah, that's that's crazy. insane. Who the that's fuck insane. says that? Who the fuck says like I'm if we start dating, I'll turn my grandma's picture no. around like I do when I masturbate. No. Oh my Ooh. god, on a first date, I'm cringing. Oh my god, I can't wait for Chris to hear this story. <laughs> I am so gross. I feel out. like he will fucking. <laughs> I'm grossed out on every level. Oh my god, and then god. to give her shit about like her relationship, her relationship with her pets. With like what? Oh, no. What has any guy ever been intimidated by your relationship with your cat? No, because if no, because it's can normal. GTFO. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What? Oy oh vey. my god. <sighs> I feel like this the, is a, the past couple of stories. I feel like I'm in a glass I'm case on, of emotions. This I know. Episode. It's a roller coaster. It's, a, it's been a real it's roller, a roller coaster. coaster. I'm at a ten. Yeah. I'm at a ten. I'm worried because wise. you have to. You have to do your crazy. I do in have love a now. crazy in love. Okay, so we had some time to cool off. Yes. We're back. We're back. Feeling more centered after that roller coaster ride that was. Roller coaster stories. Um, This one's also a little bananas. And (laughs) I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Uh And I remembered that I saw this dateline. It's fairly recent. This dateline came out last year. And I had seen it before this because the story was kind of like, it kind of went a little bit viral on social media. Uh-huh. I've seen it in some groups I was in. And I chose it not only because it's a good crazy and love story, but also because I was like, Christina's going to enjoy <laughs> you this. No, I love me some datelines. Because it's a high school story. <gasps> yes. All right. yes, so. yes, 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 yes. Okay. So um, Emma Walker, she's 16. She is a cheerleader at this high school on the outskirts of Knoxville, Tennessee, the Tennessee area, Knoxville, Tennessee area. Did everyone love her? Everyone loved her. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking. How yes. do you know? Birds sang <laughs> around life. her. Fucking. <laughs> she was friends with squirrels. This yes. is this girl. And she looks like a Disney princess. Like she's Aww. very like blonde, blue eyed, big eyes, very bubbly, like something that's kind of heartbreaking about you know, as as someone who grew up on Dateline and watched yeah. them from the, in the early 90s and has watched them kind of progress, something that's sad about watching newer Datelines is that you can see Snapchat videos of this girl, social media yeah. pictures, and you can really see how bubbly of a teenager she was right like, yeah you know she's doing dumb things with her friends singing to the camera something ever happens to me bananas y'all better tell the truth about me <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> <on date line. laughs> 
That's like the real deal. But I though. actually like you, you know so I mean? know. it wouldn't be but like, like that for I'm me. Not bubbly and not everyone likes me. You have to be like not everyone like you. Not everyone likes anyone. <laughs> I know. That's just the truth. But like I think they're asking yeah. friends and all of our friends would say like Christina was the best. Yeah. Like, she was amazing. You know, that's she why it's like a good that. heart. She's so sweet. She'd do anything for you. <laughs> Which is true. Aww, she gave you my... the shirt off her back. But that's you know? all true. Dude, we should we should do dateline. Datelines for, for each other's for Patreon. Yes. <laughs> what, what are datelines? Be, become a patron. <laughs> so you can hear that shit. Yeah, yes. You can hear our dateline, dateline descriptions. <laughs> um, so she was a cheerleader since she was in freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an honor roll student. She volunteered at an animal shelter. Aww. She Aww. had plans, like real plans, in place to be a ne- neonatal nurse. Like that's Aww. what she wanted to do. She wanted to be a nurse for babies. Um, so all of these things, I know it's very typical, like dateline-y, um, but she yeah, was a great person, sure. but it does seem like she was actually a good person for right. the most part, you know? I mean, she was a 16 year old girl. I'm sure, I'm sure she did shit, but like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So when she's 14, uh, so her freshman year, she starts dating a 16 year old football star named Riley. I don't like him already. Already. You're like fucking Riley. <laughs> um, well, you're just like her parents because her parents did not approve of this relationship. Uh, for instance, like whenever they started kind of talking when she was a freshman and he was what a junior, mm-hmm. um, he was dating another girl. He oh. told her that he left this girl to be with her mm-hmm. and whether he did or not is kind of unclear. But what is clear is that he stuck to his promise. He was like when prom came around and he was dating Emma, he was like, I had promised already to take, this other girl to prom mm. so i'm gonna take her to prom even though i'm dating you and then i will take you to prom my senior year and emma she's a freshman in high school she and likes I mean, this boy dude this boy is also a boy he's 16 right. yeah yeah and so a 16 year old boy i mean yeah no shame but you're a boy i mean you're, you're a boy you're a dummy you're yeah a boy. so she kind of looked past it and was just like yeah, it's fine yeah um and they continued their relationship So it's not until Riley goes to college. So they've been dating for roughly like two years. It's been kind of on again, not on again, off again, but a little tumultuous in the way that like any high school relationship can be. Right. Um, But once he goes to college, she sees that he starts Snapchatting, um, putting up snaps, which is like the dumbest thing you can do. What's wrong with kids and social media? It's insane. Do you guys have Snapchat? Yeah. I re-uploaded it. But I never... Because I wanted to check it out, but no one's on it. It's like, it's not, it's dead. Yeah. Um, So yeah, yeah. I don't use it. You might as well just use Instagram stories. Yeah. Exactly. But um, this was probably in Snapchat's prime. So like 2015, 2016. Right. Uh, So she sees that he's uploading a lot of snaps at college with girls. And she's like, you know what? I don't fucking need this. So goodbye. Nice. And she breaks up to him, up with him. So uh, the parents are super relieved that they've broken up. They they said that them being in this relationship caused a lot of friction in their family. And they felt that that friction was kind of like lifting. She was engaging a lot more uh, with the family. The dad says that... Um, one day they like went out to go get ice cream together. They had a good day together. And then she wanted to go home and go to bed early because she had like an early morning at school. So she goes to bed. Then in the middle of the night, they're all asleep. The dad wakes up and he said he woke up to some sounds that sounded like 
a door slamming really hard. So he thought that somebody was in the house. I know this story. Yeah. Oh, so he, I know shit. I know this story now. Yeah. Yeah. So he thought someone was in the house. Yeah. He hears this sound twice, like, yep. like what sounds like a door slamming. So he gets up to go investigate who's in the house. Um, he opens the door to Emma's bedroom. He looks at her for like a, a solid 30 seconds, a minute. Yeah. She's, she looks, in she's, the bed. she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, looks in on his son. He's sleeping. He, he goes, checks the doors and windows. He's like, okay, I must've, I dreamt must've this or something. Dreamt, yeah. Dreaming this or something. It's fine. So he goes back to bed. The next morning, the mom goes to wake up Emma to go to school, can't wake her up. Can't wake her up, checks her pulse. She doesn't have a pulse. No. It looks like she's sleeping, so she doesn't understand what happened. She calls the she calls the cops. You can hear the 911 on the mm-hmm. on the dateline. She's freaking out because she's yeah. like, my daughter doesn't have a pulse. She's dead in the bed. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. Um, so they come out, and there's wild speculation about what happened here. People are saying maybe she killed herself, like took poison right. because there's a little bit of blood on the pillow, like a very small amount. Like maybe she took something and then like spit up, spit blood it up. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's going across like all the social media and, and stuff everyone like that with in her school friends. is kind of throwing that around. Which her friends are like, there's no way that Emma would have done that. Like there's no way that she would have killed herself. This is this is just there's not no way. plausible. Yeah. Um. It's not until I don't know who showed up, whether it be the medical examiner or another detective, somebody showed up to the house and was examining her bed and noticed a very small hole. So like her bed is here. There's a hole like maybe seven inches above where her bed is at. So like right where her head would be if she was laying down. It's a very, very small hole in the wall. Oh, no. It's a bullet hole. (gasps) So they find a bullet in her head. Oh, no. She was shot in the head. And the way that it lodged, it just didn't cause a... I'm guessing the wall slowed the bullet down just enough that, like, it didn't, like, go through her or cause any kind of... Anything that would have been noticeable immediately. small enough caliber, too, Mm -hmm. where it was, like, big enough to kill her, but not big enough to, like, cause the amount of, like, blood or damage... Oh, shit. Yeah. So, you know, obviously now they're having to completely change their investigation. And they're like, this is a, this is now a murder investigation. Yeah. And like what the dad, the, the dad, it's so interesting to watch him talk because he's like, um, I was very freaked out because it didn't sound like a gunshot. Like I didn't like it it was a gunshot. There were two gunshots. Wow. And it didn't sound like it. Do you think it was like a silencer or something on it that made it sound like more like a door slam or? Well, I don't know. I I don't think so. So there was a hole in that, that wall that killed her. And then they found another hole in another wall. So there were two from outside, outside the house, outside Outside the the house, house. through the wall. Shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally, so, like the perfect shot, too. Like, yeah, kill shot. Holy, yes, just right shit. in her head, in like her just right in head. Like w- when she's laying down. Yeah, in her bed. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's yeah. fucked. Yeah. It's bananas, right? So in the weeks before, I love this. this, I knew you would like this one. Um, In the weeks before, that sounded really weird. Everyone who's listening knows exactly what we're talking about. Clearly, we're not. We don't love that this happened, but it's an interesting story. And I knew that it would be the kind of story that would intrigue Christina. Yeah. 
So in the weeks before um, Emma's murder, Emma and her friends are at a party for like Thanksgiving break. And um, she starts receiving texts from an unknown number. She's receiving these texts and they're saying things like, uh, Riley has been kidnapped. We have somebody that you love, like, what? et cetera, et cetera. She gets a phone call from Riley while she's at this party. He's screaming. He's, you know, saying, like, help me, like, Emma, help me. Like, he's he's terrified, right? Wrong number. Who dis? <laughs> and so right? she, she goes outside and um, a little while later and they find... Riley outside and he's acting kind of like hysterical but she is pissed because yeah. she is like this is bullshit you're fucking making this up to try and like get my attention yeah um, and all of her friends are feeling the same way like they're mm. all just like this is so far-fetched that this could have happened yeah but the next day the next day um Emma comes home her house there's no one in her house her parents aren't there her brother's not there she gets there and there's somebody in the driveway of her house dressed in all black, black um, pants, black hoodie, black sunglasses. And so she pulls into her garage, shuts the garage, goes into the house because she's like, you know, trying to get away from this person who's outside of her house. Yeah. So she goes inside. This person dressed in all black comes up to the door, starts banging nope. on the door and like, like, you know, demanding to be let in or whatever. Um, no, sir. No. We have to keep in mind that Emma is 16. So yeah. Emma does what, not what, you know, 28 year old Keegan would do. She, instead of calling the police, she calls her ex-boyfriend Riley and she, she texts him and says, because she's mad at him about like what he did. So she texts him and says, I hate you, but I need you right now. And then like FaceTime calls him and she's like hysterical and is like, there's somebody <laughs> and then outside the phone my house. Rings. Yeah, <laughs> out on the outside of the yeah. Um, so she FaceTime calls him and he comes over. He like checks the perimeter of the house and he doesn't find anything. So neither of them call the police. They kind of just like let it go. So the police, when they're looking through security camera footage of the neighborhood after Emma's death, find video of a man in black, of the man in black who's like pacing through the neighborhood outside mm. of Emma's house, et cetera, et cetera. So they bring Riley in, and he is sticking to his story on this kidnapping. He details it. He says it was very scary. He was traumatized. He says that the two men picked him up in a van and asked who he wanted to talk to for the last time. And so that's why he called Emma, because he's like, that's who I wanted to talk to. Um, and he thinks that the same people are behind who are behind his kidnapping are the ones are, – are, are the – is the person who – is the man in black who was harassing Emma and could potentially be the person who's behind her death. So Dude, I don't believe it's the most you. convoluted. I mean, right. come on. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so he says that that night after he checked in on Emma, uh, after the man in black scare, he talked to her. He wanted to get back together with her. And she reiterated to him that, like, she cared about him. She loved him as a person. But she had no interest in reestablishing their relationship. Right. And he says that he was so upset by that that he spent the entire night um, at his campus at school, like, looking at old pictures of them together and, like, crying. And he was there all night. It's mm. that night that Emma died. Right. So, um, 
after Emma dies, Riley blows the fuck up on social media. He is posting constantly about how much he misses her and loved her just all the time. When when he starts doing these things, the friends start kind of like coming out and talking about like what their relationship was like. Mm -hmm. And they say that Riley, when they were together for those two years, was extremely controlling. He would text her 40 to 100 times if she was out with, if she was out without him and call her 20 to 30 times. Like if she was, if she was not, if she was with her friends, like not even with like guys, like if she was with her friends, he would call and text her constantly. What are you doing? Where are you? Call me all the time. So he's I just get highly anxiety from like a lot of texts. Like yeah. I have, I have all of our our group oh God. chats on mute. Yeah, sometimes I, I have to do that. Yeah. Well, I yeah, told you, I turned my work. phone off at yeah. work. I turned my phone off. Yeah. Because I was like, sometimes this is too we'll, many. you'll look away for five minutes. There was one time I, I swear to God, it was five minutes, and there was like sixty three texts. Oh yeah. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. easily. Oh, easily. And it's my it, God. And that's crazy. And as a high school girl, you know, your feelings are so complicated right because you you're so emotional you want him to like you and you don't really understand what's normal and not normal you know i am so glad i'm not a teenager oh Oh my god yeah um so he also tried to drive a wedge between um her family and him so it's a lot of like emotional abuse yeah again like it's a lot of like trying to isolate her telling her that her family didn't care about her like her brother didn't care about her her family was hyper protective of both of their kids and um which i don't know if this is right or wrong because i don't have kids in this day and age and i don't know if there's like a real answer to this but they did um keep track of their kids' phones and text messages. They had access to those things. and Oh, they, I absolutely think that you should do that in this day and age. Are you it's, kidding It's me? hard to know because as a teenager, to me it would privacy, have been like someone reading my have, diary. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have been receptive to that. But in this day and age also, like, I don't know. I, I, I was raised kind of one foot in and one foot out of this technological age. It's the same. It is the same as a diary. And it's like, Mm. At the end of the day, like, of course, you're going to give your kid, you should give them, I think, the benefit of the doubt and and their privacy. But if things, if you notice red flags, because you're an adult and you know what red flags are, you should be able to have access to that to see, like, who the fuck you need to kill. Yeah. To protect your fucking yeah. kid. You I know mean, what I mean? And they said, like, they never said that they actually, like, went through. They didn't go into that. That yeah. they, like, went through them. But they did say they had access to them and that they had a um, thing on her car, like, so that they would know, like, where she was. Like a tracker. To find her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a really great Black Mirror episode really? directed yes. by Jodie Foster. That was really? such a good about one. About privacy with kids. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know too. where I land it's, on that. I'm not a parent. I don't know where I land. I think it's a lot of like gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lot of gray area. In, in that regard, because mm-hmm. I really cherish that my parents trusted me so much and gave me so much like uh, freedom to kind of like figure out who I was. But then again, I also, I also not got saying lucky. I wasn't doing a lot of shady shit. Yeah. But like I, was also pretty responsible. So it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of a difficult thing to gauge. I think it might be case by case. Sure. Um but so he knew that her parents did not want him around. So he started showing up 
um, at public places where like they couldn't get rid of him. So mm. he would show up at her church, like church functions, mm. and he would show up at like basketball games for school where she was cheering mm-hmm. because nothing you know, they could do. They couldn't do yeah. anything. It's not like you can tell him to leave. Right. Um, so when Emma broke up with him, officially broke up with him, his friends were like, yeah, I've never seen him like in such a dark place. Like they were worried about his mental health because sure. he was so wrapped up in being with her that mm-hmm. he was a mess. So um, all of this is to say that he was highly emotionally abusive to her. So during an interview with police, during the same interview, and you can watch these interviews on the Dateline, he refers to Emma, and this is so fucking weird, because he talks about how much he loved her and how much how sad he was that, like, you know, she had said she didn't want to be with him and how he spent all night looking at pictures. But then when he starts talking about her death, he says the girl. Ooh. And when they say, like, what girl? And he says the girl that passed away. <gasps> so he can't even acknowledge. And they force him to do it. They're like, what's what's her name? And they, and he's, he says Emma. But, like, it's very weird yeah. behavior for him it's, to start doing that. Oh, like he's disassociated. And it's mm-hmm. the most high school, inter- high, high school boy interview you'll ever see because he starts doing this shit where, like, you can tell he thinks he's so smart. But, yeah. like... He's like, wait, like, I mean, it would really tear me up if you guys thought that I was a suspect in this. Oh, like, it God. would just really hurt me, like, really deeply. Like, the police don't give a fuck about your feelings. Yeah, right. shut up, Riley. 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 His name also is William Riley, but he goes by Riley, of course. Death. Of course he does. Yeah. So, the day before Emma's death, Riley's... <laughs> Everything about this is the most high school way this could have happened. So, the day before Emma's death... Riley's grandpa reports that his handbag, uh, his handgun has been stolen. Oh, Jesus. Riley lived with his grandpa oh, at this time. Kelsa, please. it's the same caliber, caliber as the gun that killed Emma. I can't believe it. Shocking. So Riley tells his close friends that he had nothing to do with Emma's death, obvs. But he does have his grandpa's gun. And if police find out that he has his grandpa's gun, they'll pin the murder on him, uh, even though he didn't do it. Oh. So he needs to get rid of this gun. Okay. And like, will they help him? Get no, rid of thank it? you, sir. So these two 15 year old boys, like, or 15, no, they're probably older than that. They're probably 18, 17, yeah, 18. They're, they're fucking kids too, they're kids, but they're though. badass. These man. two, like, 17, 18 year old kids who have been friends with him for a very long time. Yeah. And when you watch them, even though they do something kind of extraordinary, you can so tell by the way they act and speak um, and are <laughs> interviewed that they are children. Like, yeah. They really are. Yeah. Everyone in this scenario, it's so very clear that they're kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were like, uh, hey, man, here to console you because they were worried about him. Right. They they like, you know, they love him. They're they're his friend. But they're like here to console you, not here to fucking cover up your shit. Amen. So they did something kind of incredible for 17-year-old boys and went to the police and were like, hey, Riley told us that he has his grandpa's gun. He says he didn't do it, but, like, he wants to get rid of this gun. He's suspect. And, like, we don't know what to do. So they, uh, the police are like, hey, if you're down, we're down. Let's do this thing where we wire you up, we wire your car up, we give you a hidden camera, you go yeah. and tell him that you want to help him get rid of the gun. As soon as you see the gun, 
you we have a special keyword that you can text us. We will be monitoring the video feed, the audio feed, and following you guys. So just tell him that you're ready to like do this thing with him, and um and, and we'll get him this way. So they yeah. were like, okay, like these these yeah. kids were like, okay, like and let's you get do this. to watch the video yes. on this Dateline episode, and it is fucking riveting because they're yes. like so broed out. Oh, they're, they're so, so high school bros. Yes. So high school it, bros. It's but you're watching. like, dude, one of you guys murdered somebody and it's weird. It's so it's fucking it's, it's weird. So weird because Whoa. like, um, yeah. So like what they did was they wired the car that they were driving in. They wired one of the guy's jackets and he's so high school because he says like, he says, yeah, it really sucked because like I couldn't take my jacket off the whole night. Oh like he's such God. a teenage boy, you the, know, the high um, school problems. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah, they wired his jacket, they wired the car, and then they gave him, they gave one of the guys a key fob, like, for a car, but it had a camera in it. So they, like, angled this key fob on the coffee table when they were talking to him so you could see him. And, like, oh, you shit. can, you can see the video yeah. um, of it. So, um, they go to get the gun. So they, they sit and they talk for a while and that's the video that you mm-hmm. can see where Riley is like, my life is like totally in your hands. Like they think I've done this thing. Like I just need to get rid of the gun. And you hear these kids ask him like, why don't you just go to the police? Like why don't you yeah. just give them your gun? And he's like, and he doesn't give them an explanation. This guy is so dumb. He's like, he's like, I just need to get rid of it. Like I just need to get rid of it. Like he doesn't give them any right. real right. explanation. So... Um, they go to Riley's stepdad's house, which is where he says he hid the gun. And Riley comes back out with a plastic bag. And so they can't call the police yet because they don't physically see the gun there. Uh. So they start driving. They do again. Everything about this story is so high school. They do another high school thing where they go to get food. Yes. They go through a drive-thru. They get some chili cheese fries in this like super intense situation. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit because when they talk to the boys... Because this is their friend. They've been through high school, middle school with this kid. This is their friend. And when they ask him, when they ask them, like, why did you stop to go get food? One of them says, you know, in this situation, it was it was a intense situation. Yes. But it was also like saying goodbye to my friend. And I wanted those last minutes. I wanted to have this one last thing that felt like it was before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like before shit got crazy. So, um, oh, now I want chili cheese. Fries. Oh my god, me too. So oh my god, it sounds oh, so good right chili now. Chili cheese tots. Oh. oh my god, first of all, so yeah, amazing. Um, so it's around this time, and I wrote it in all caps because I was like, what the fuck? They, the police, lose them over oh, a period of time. The fuck? Like they lose them. They're job, like, we bro. can't find them. You got one job, and bro. Can you imagine one of the kids was straight because the interviewer was like, What did you tell your parents about being in this? Like, this guy has killed somebody and you're in this right. high risk situation. And one of the kids was like, Well, my parents had left town and I was living because he was 18. He was oh, going shit. to college. Yeah. So he's like, So I was here by myself. So I didn't have time to tell them. Oh, shit. So my parents didn't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, anything His could have gone wrong. His parents now are like, fucking what the, the fuck? And the police ever? lost you. Like, yeah. anything could have happened anything. In, this, in this period of time. He has a gun. Yeah. So they did find them at some point. They end up going. They're going to the bluffs to throw the gun into a river. And you hear Riley say, like, if we throw it into the river, they'll never find it. So they go to this apartment complex that's kind of nearby, which just also made me think of something. They were like, 
one of the kids knew the security code to get into this apartment complex because he delivered food there before. And oh. I'm like, oh no, because I've definitely given delivery guys like oh. access to my apartment. Oh, sh- yeah. shit, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're in this parking lot. And I told you guys about the Grubhub driver. Yeah, that you that had to like, had... physically shove out of your door. Yeah, that stuck his like foot in and tried to block no. the door. That. No, no, no. No. So something to keep in mind, you guys. Like, oh fucking, yeah, my God. These, the, like the kid who knew the code wasn't one of like the bad kids. Yeah. But you don't fucking know that. Exactly. So we invite true. so many more strangers into uh, our lives mm-hmm, absolutely. than we ever have. Absolutely. God, that's we so get true. into cars with yeah. strangers yeah, to Ubers, drive us when we're sure. drunk mm-hmm. home from the bar. Which here's a hot tip. I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast before, but I've definitely shared this with people in my life. Like, I always if i'm getting into an uber or lyft i always screenshot yep. the the guy's picture name yep. license plate and i send it to either um yep. Anthony I do the same thing. or to amy i send it to people because i'm I like never do that you should and do I'm that going, yeah because, every week and i always twice and I, a week i, I, I joke, do that to chris i joke about it i joke about it but i always text always do it if i get murdered this is who did it like yeah. I, it's a joke but it's also like you know yeah, you just this know is that. who I was with. This yeah, is who yeah. I was with. Um, okay, so they're in this apartment complex, and it's at this point that Riley takes the gun out. He takes the gun out of the bag, and so they text the um, like keyword to the cops to come. Like, elephant, elephant, exactly! Elephant. Exclamation! And so they they can see that the cops are like outside of the gate, but a minute goes by, two minutes go by. The cops haven't swarmed in yet. They haven't done anything. These are kids they are like, by the gate? These kids are like, I don't know what to do. Um, so at one point, one of the kids actually takes the gun. You can hear the audio. He takes the gun out of Riley's hands and is like, whoa, this is a real gun. And I think maybe he thought he was disarming him by like being like, at least I can hold the gun and it'll be in right, my, right, 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 in my, right. Yeah. But like, then let me he hold says, that for you, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's like holding it and weighing it and like, wow, it's a real gun. And he says that Riley snatched the gun out of his hands so fast that it actually scared. <gasps> like, and then they were scared because they're in a car oh, with shit. their friend, but their friend who has murdered someone. Right. So oh it's like, I think like three or four minutes go by before the cops finally swoop in and they Jesus. swoop, like they swoop in like full force and Riley had no fucking clue. Oh, thank God. Um, but he also has a fucking gun in his hands. So yes. Yes. So they arrest him. They charge him with first degree murder. He pleads not guilty. Um, a year and a half later, the trial begins. So the prosecution has basically they think that they're the hardest thing that they're going to have to do is come up with why Riley would be there or put him in the, in this place. So that's what they've been focusing their their whole argument on. Right. His defense comes out and surprises them completely by saying, "We admit he was there. We admit he shot the gun." But he never meant to kill her. He basically he outside the house, and it was like, how? I mean, wow. Even Flukish. knowing the layout, yeah, right. It's the fluke. difficulty to land the shot that he landed. Right. It was yeah. literally which, which like, makes sense. Like it makes sense to me that like maybe he didn't mean to kill her, but he did. But he did, and their defense, and this is why it was all over social media and all over the place is because his defense was he was trying to scare her. 
It's a white knight defense. He was trying to scare her so then he could swoop in and be oh, her white knight and be God. the person who she called to comfort her because she was so scared. Which I actually, if I'm honest, I was kinda like, believe it. I kind of actually it believe it. I, right? I kind of believe that's I, the fucking I truth. I kind of believe yeah. it too. The defense the, or, the, or the prosecution came out and said like, Yes, but like, and this is valid. I, but this guy's so stupid and he's such a, like a high schooler. I don't think he meant to kill her, but the the prosecution and the prosecution came out and said, well, but it's the difference between first degree and manslaughter, right? Right. right. And like the charge is so different, like, right. He's facing life for first degree, whereas manslaughter, he's facing a couple of years. So the the prosecution, the prosecution is like, they want him for first degree. So yeah. they come in and they're like, but you could have shot into the air. You could have shot anywhere. Mm. You could have shot, shot into, into the another wall. You could have shot anywhere. You shot five feet away mm. from the wall in her bedroom. And I do think it's a fluke that it managed to hit her right in the head, but you could have shot anywhere. You shot yeah. into her bedroom five feet away from the wall. Which, if you had shot further away, it may have gotten lodged in the wall. Right, right. You, where they would have found it from outside. But you shot so close. I mean, honestly, mm. it's like between me and Christina. Yeah, but he is he a dumb kid. But so he's I dumb. Mean, and I, I, do, I don't think I don't it was think he knew at five, even five feet for, versus like a yard or, you know, like right. a mile and, away. And, like, oh. and like, you're like, this is where you sleep at night. Like trying to figure out like maybe your head is going to be there. No, like, I, I think not, it was not I like that. I think it was an absolute fluke. Absolute fluke. Even if he had shot her, I think it's a fluke that he managed to get her in a kill shot. Because he killed her right away. Yeah. And I don't think that that could have possibly been that was intentional. Crazy. No. Um, I totally believed his i'm like yeah that's legit he just wanted to scare her white knight which her. is exactly. some fucked up shit but it's too. so like fucked. that that white knight shit is so it's fucked so, up but it's so fucking high school it's so high school it's yeah. so exactly. high school it's so high school and he already showed that he was so the defense came out and said that um yes the kid they admitted to the kidnapping thing being fake to try and get sympathy from emma but mm-hmm. they would not admit to ryan being the man in black even though or Ryan Riley even though um, some people had come out friends of Emma had come out and testified that they had seen the man in black outside Emma's house and they were like everything about the way he moved <laughs> looked like, like Riley, Riley. That was, that was right Riley. Yeah. yeah but they wouldn't admit to that part of it but they did admit to like him faking the um, kidnapping. kidnapping to try and get sympathy from her yeah wow so uh, the de- the defense is arguing that um that he just wanted to try and like be in her life and that's why he was doing this the prosecution is arguing that because he had that conversation with her that night after the um man in black situation and she rejected him again that he was angry and Mm. like wanted to hurt her Mm. um any regardless of what it is to me it does seem more likely that even if he was trying to hurt her i don't know that he was necessarily trying to kill her because it's a very roundabout way of doing that yeah um but regardless they did convict him of first degree murder. Oh wow! He has life in prison, and he does not have the possibility of parole until he's in his seventies. Wow! So wow. he went to prison at like nineteen. Wow! You know, maybe twenty, and he won't get out. Maybe until he's in his seventies. Well, wow. I mean, I I also have to say that given like, I mean, 
given his behavior in the relationship and the kind of traits that he was showing, uh, the controlling and all of Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. That's a tough one. We all, we all make mistakes. And I think at that age, stealing someone's possibility, their, their potential, their life, everything Mm -hmm. about that, Mm -hmm. their consequences to that. She would have graduated high school in 2018. There's a hospital there in that area, in the Knoxville area, that has a neonatal unit that's named after her. Um, What she could have been. I mean, I think that's what you have to weigh. Even though me personally, it does seem like this guy's just fucking dumb enough having watched these interviews and things that like he did clearly... Did not think things through at all. But mistakes have consequences. Mistakes have consequences and you took somebody's life away. You didn't deserve it at all. She didn't do anything. And you see pictures of this girl and she's so like, I don't know. She's, she's, I know that this sounds so like cliche dateline bullshit, but she does look so fucking like full of life and like sunshiny. That was a good dateline. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that Dateline is called Noises in the Night. You can find it on YouTube or like wherever. But Dude, that's all my YouTube is because you can get YouTube <laughs> on Roku. So I open up my YouTube and yeah, it's like too. recommended videos yes. and they're all like Dateline, 48 Hours Mystery, 2020, <laughs> like in cold blood, like all that, that first line. So I'm but like, I, I, thought I it was not a... put YouTube on in oh, front God, of like anybody lo- that whatever. I don't really know. You can really put it know. on in front of me. Same. Um, but <laughs> I thought it was now. a good crazy in love because... Everything about it is so like it could have been any of us. Oh, yeah. And who knows? Like, yes, his behavior was fucked up. Right. But who knows with some distance and perspective who he would have been as a person. Right. Because people are so fucking like weird and they don't understand how relationships work in high school. You're a kid. Yeah. You're a kid and you like just don't get it. I'm just going to scare her. And then she'll like come back to me. And then she'll want to be in such flawed logic. It's such flawed logic. But you know what? It worked when he was the man in black and he did that thing. It worked. Right. It did she work. called yeah. him. She did call yeah. him. You know, so it, I'm not a, like, whoa, I don't want this to sound at all in any way. Like, I'm excusing his behavior. No, 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 I'm no, on no. his side no. in any way. Like, no. no, actions have consequences and she's the victim in this situation and her poor fucking parents and brother. Um, yeah, but, but do I feel like it was premeditated? And if I was a juror, I'm looking at this like, was this first degree murder premeditated or was this a manslaughter? It's hard to dismiss the idea that he legitimately and from the outside, regardless of how many feet away, he's obviously not experienced with guns. He has no experience. Right. I don't think in any right. fucking stretch of the imagination did he really think that he was going to actually kill her. No, I, I, I also having watched the thing, I did not believe I for agree. a second that his motive was to kill her. I he think his did. motive was to scare her. He did. Um, yeah. Right. And I, Again, and I consequences think, of and I think also and, like not it, to excuse. It yeah. lends itself to a bigger conversation of like this white knight. Yeah. Situation. I'm going to come in and save the day. Like we need to have a fucking talk about that. Like yeah. I wanted to be her hero. Yeah. I wanted to scare her into loving me. Like all of that is so toxic and fucked up. Oh my God. Like that we yes. need to talk about that too. Like, yeah. you know, um, but, but yeah, I don't need saving. Yeah. I'm not I'm a fucking good. damsel in distress. I'm not a fucking victim. I don't right? need you to mansplain. I don't need you to fix me. I don't need any of that fucking shit. Right. Leave it behind. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag 2019. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Exactly. Yes. Oh, such Ooh. a good story. Thank ah. you. This is a 
I know. It's a heavy episode, kind of. I know. (laughs) Wild ride. Well, if you've got stories, if you've got crazy in loves, if you've got fuck, Mary kills, suggestions, or just want to reach out and say hi, make sure to hit us up on our website, myworstdatepodcast.com. We're always looking to chats. Yeah, so. get us on the um, that contact us page. We do get those submissions. Yeah. So if you don't want to email us directly at myworstdatepodcast at gmail.com, you can find everything you need on our website. Yeah. So one-stop shop. So what is there for? Yeah. <laughs> and even if you got short stories, we do that a shorties episode once a month. We've um, we've even considered, we've had a lot of people reaching out asking us to do bi-monthly. So we're talking about it. So yeah, reach out and let us know <laughs> if we should do another one more episode a month. Yeah. Yeah. Let shorty. us know what you, what you think. So yeah. Well, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so got much, you guys. Else? Yeah. See you next time. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.